Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boom! Here we go. It's a Friday. Hartman Harrigan, you just heard Mark Fry with the news. Here until 3, Courtside follows us. You know what you're supposed to do, Dave? You're supposed to come out hot take important topic grab the audience whoa man i didn't see that coming we'll get to that with major and joe biden and we talked about that extensively yesterday just a crushing report on the president of the united states and if you're surprised by it or you think this is a partisan hit job you're just not paying attention i mean I don't know how long it's been. Has it been two years I've been saying this? A year and a half? Uh, Joe Biden is not cognitively up to the presidency. And I wouldn't give one second of thought voting for the other guy. Okay. So this isn't, whoa, sympathetic to Donald Trump. No, it's up to us, the voters, to stop being led by sheep and vote for somebody else. We'll get to that with Major. I got two topics for you, Harrigan. Here we go. You just heard it on CBS News. I think they stepped on my touchdown call. Thanks a lot, CBS. I thought we coordinated. 60 years ago today, the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. I was reminded today when I saw this and looked it up. So February 9th, 1964. You were, what, 25 or so at that point? Uh, Close, just 23. Okay. They were on February 9th, February 16th, and February 23rd. They were like regulars on the Ed Sullivan show. House band. House? That's a pretty good house band. And then they came back in August of 65. I think that's about the time they played at Met Stadium also. Can you Google that? Can you look that up? Beatles, pretty sure it's 1965. And the station I initially started working at when I came back to town, WDGY. I believe they sponsored the Beatles' uh, performance at Met Stadium, 19. 1965. Specifically August 21st, 1965. Whoa. Wow, that's pretty good. From Ed Sullivan to Met Stadium somewhere. Is this the greatest musical television performance ever? Now, you're a hater. Go remind people. uh, 
Go ahead and remind people what you think of the Beatles. The Beatles, very good band, uh, overrated. Yeah, you're wrong. You, uh, you've never been more wrong. They're, they live. I don't know if they could live up to the hype. They can't because no band has ever been hype more than the Beatles. But exactly. They're, they're brilliant for eight years. Well, for about three of those eight years, they were brilliant. Well, the rest was bubblegum garbage. Frequently, you're brilliant for about 15 seconds. But that's <laughs> those, another that 15 is tremendous. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. If you if if like there was a survey, most memorable musical performance on TV, and you, the listening audience. You were asked it, and maybe, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. What do you got? The most discussed, memorable, musical performance on television ever. 73 million people watched the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show. Right now, we get uh, only only one event all year gets gets uh, more than that, or even approaches that. That's Sunday, the Super Bowl. Next would be the championship games, and I think they had mid fifties, and that's an enormous number. No, can you look up last year non football the most watched? Show. What's our guess as you're looking it up? Is it the Oscars? Even with those numbers dropping a lot, all award shows dropping a lot? Yeah, the you know, Oscars is usually number two behind the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Well, no, the championship games are ahead of the yeah, Oscars. Yeah, that's true. If I'm just maybe getting a quick maybe list other- here, I'm seeing Super Bowl championship games, then we go down to divisional playoff games. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> regular season games. <laughs> Late Thanksgiving Day game, early Thanksgiving game. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm still going here. I'll, I'll find it for you. Yeah. All right, you keep looking. So here's one list. Okay. Uh, the most memorable, most discussed, Musical performance and TV. I want you to chime in, the audience. 651 461 because I have an idea. The uh, Minnesota selection. So that, this one has the Beatles, number one. The Who on the Smothers Brothers in 67. The launch of MTV. Fear on SNL in 81. Michael Jackson's first moonwalk. Now, that one really resonates for me. I'm 18, and that was one of those moments where I don't believe I saw it live. But then the television coverage the next couple days is, wait a second. What did Michael Jackson just do on TV? And just beginning to to, uh, take off. Mick Jagger and David Bowie dance in the street. I'll just do the top ten here. Nirvana at the VMAs, definitely remember that. Green Day, their Longview premiere. Rage Against the Machine, SNL uh, 96. Madonna, Britney, and Christina Aguilera, The Kiss. <laughs> I mean, is that really the musical performance? Or just uh, 
fantasy land for individuals who are attracted to attractive women. Did you find the highest-rated show from last year not football? <laughs> so if this is, is it r- about 80th, in, in if the this list? is right, out of the top 50 most watched TV broadcasts of last year, two 49 of 50, two were not football. Yeah, they were at number 21, the State of the Union address, which aired on multiple networks, obviously. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, kind of cheating too, right? And at number 45. NBC's coverage of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> How about that? So, Oscars comes single... in at 60 on the list. Yeah, there. I mean, is there one regular, like, prime time show that makes the top 100? I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's All crazy. right, what do you got on this one? And we're giving you, we're giving you two topics. The occasional. This show, two topics, where they have nothing to do with each other, but they're both fairly lighthearted. Okay. Today is National Pizza Day. Pizza's amazing, right, Dave Harrigan? If I say pizza is amazing, yes or no? You might be uh, you might be underrating pizza by just saying it's amazing. So instead, and we've done this before, you know, where's the best pizza? What do you want on your pizza? Let's go back to this one. You're on a deserted island. Ooh, desert. For a month. Uh, You're by yourself. But the accommodations are nice. You're not, Wilson! Wilson! No, you're not. You're not Tom Hanks. Like, it's like a spa. But you can only have one food every single meal breakfast lunch dinner let's go i'm a 31 day month guy how about you harrigan you want to go 31 i mean we're in a 29 day month this uh this month right did i say i I think i said that wrong yes uh i i prefer the months with 31 days that's where i lean come on let's go 31 i was born in a 31 so yeah top of the heap 31 So you can only have one food item every meal for 31 days. For me, it's pizza. It is pizza. Is pizza your selection? And if not, what do you got? So you got two topics for us. We'll get very serious multiple times on this show including Joe Biden, was yesterday a tipping point where people are finally going to come to their senses and say, I can't do it. I can't vote for this guy. And, oh, by the way, for the South thousand time, there's never been one thought in my mind voting for the other guy. No chance. What do you got? Greatest, most memorable musical performance ever on TV, and you're on a deserted island, but it's pleasant. It's fun. But you can only have one meal every single meal. For me, it's pizza. What do you got? I mean, we take a phone call. We'd love texts on the Dave, Dave Harrigan talk and text lines. 651 461 9226 here on CCO.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's as if we chatted and coordinated this like a professional radio show. Almost. It's also a little like last year on National Pizza Day, I played pizza songs and Remembered that. So you've just saved the file and boom, you just go right back to it? Yeah, you know, you had a couple here and throwing on a couple there. But, yeah, we're basically rehashing like, from exactly 365 like years ago. I have ago. the list right here. You know, I'm going, come on, Dave. We're playing it with the same sequence. <laughs> Dino okay. again? Yes. Uh, okay, combo uh, topics here. 60 years ago today, Beatles on Ed Sullivan. They make their American debut, 73 million. Watch them. Is this the most distinctive, most memorable, most spectacular musical performance on TV ever? And again, Dave Harrigan says they're a cute little, cute little band, to quote a friend of mine, um, that they're overrated. What do you think of that? Seriously. And then, and I like how some people are combining it, Dave, because then the other one on National Pizza Day, if you could only eat one food item for a single month, is pizza your selection? Dave, before I go to a slew of texts, would you like to uh, offer up your selection in the two categories? Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I, I do need to know, you're, you're eating pizza all day, every day on this deserted island. Are you allowed to mix up the toppings? No. Mm-mm. What kind of pizza are you having? I'm probably going a Supreme of some sort. Now, I'm, I'm going to take, I don't want hamburger on my pizza. What, 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 get out of here with a hamburger. Yeah, not good. You know, I want some veggies on there. Um, But if this is it, I... Because, cause like, there's another excellent, like, there's a very funny text. Chad, I'll go with eggs. Love him. In addition, after a year of eggs, I could probably build a raft off this time. 
your foam cartons <laughs> and float off the island. Okay, that's great. Uh, eggs is my number two selection. Wow. Okay. It's and it's. I think it's very close. But again, I have to pick one. I can't. I don't think it counts because you can't make the comparison to like some other foods. I agree. I think I think we should draw some distinction though. We should also draw a line in the deserted island sand. Uh, pizza's a great selection, but I am going to ch- uh, choose carnitas tacos mm. with a nice slaw on top to get my veggies in oh, there too. That sounds good. Yes, very very good. Uh, as far as the music, carnitas, your number one top meat selection for Mexican food. Get out of here if you if you. I want you to leave the area if you don't agree with us on that one. No, you're a hundred percent right. Carnitas are incredible every single time. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, music, Beatles, Ed Sullivan, one of the most, if not the most, memorable music on TV events, but not the most memorable, I will say. Certainly not the most talked about. That would be the halftime show of Super Bowl Thirty Eight. Yeah. Nipplegate, baby. Mm-hmm. I call the Wolves game. I briefly went downstairs and was watching it. And I went back upstairs and said to Kathleen, did you see that? She's like, I was just going to say the same thing to you. Uh, that's way up there. Now, now, others in this town, there's a lot of selections offering this up. Prince. Miami. Rain. As if the rain is artificially. That had to be a conspiracy, right? It wasn't raining anywhere else in Miami. Nope. Just over the stadium for Purple Rain? That's correct. That's way up there, right? Mm. Oh, it still is. And it's still, what, 07, I think? Still people uh, would say it's the best ever? I Are you excited for Usher? No, not an Usher guy. Yeah. Dave, who said the Beatles are over, overrated, sounds like he's a Taliban guy. Yeah? I've always suspected. Uh, taco Pizza from Pizza Luce. Not available for a year. Well, again, it's a month, right? We're saying a month, or are we saying a year on the island? Which way you want to go? A month is fine. That's that's plenty. A lot of text here. Elvis, nineteen sixty-eight TV special and pizza. That is uh, the Elvis one. Is a great selection. Loaded nachos would give you all four food groups. Uh... I like, first of all, the loaded nachos, They, I think we discussed this one time before, they need to layer them as opposed to all the stuff is on the top. And once you get past that, you just got a lot of plain chips. And you, you got me? soggy chips at the bottom too. Yes. The Johnny Cash TV special. I can't make up my mind for the dessert, uh, the deserted island food, but whatever it is, it's got to have ketchup on it. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, Just Rena. Get out of here. Ringing, uh, <laughs> Ricky Martin singing <laughs> La Vida Loca. Remember uh, Ricky? Ricky's still out there. He's, he's playing somewhere, isn't he? I think he's coming to town. There's like a... Enrique Iglesias Pitbull Ricky Martin tour. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hot chocolate. Thank you. There's a very intelligent <laughs> human being. 
sardines. Oh, come on. Ugh. I told you, my guy, Pat O'Brien from the amazing health architect. I want all of you to go. He's that good. He will help your body immeasurably. Look up the health architect. It's in, uh, mm, it's in South Minneapolis. It's in la di da dina Pat is uh, amazing. He's trying to get me to eat sardines. I'm out so far. He's also trying to convince me the occasional cup of coffee. I told you I ordered one recently. I couldn't do it. I just literally couldn't do it. Sushi. Somebody, somebody points out you need a beverage. Well, for me, it's and it would kill me. It, it's got to be one or two for me. It's Pepsi in a can or it's hot chocolate. Since you hate pop, what's what's your what's your uh, drink of choice? I'll take a nice cold lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade's very good. Uh, we are the world. We're going to talk We Are the World Monday with underrated, overrated, properly rated. But I did watch in the last week the doc. Have you watched the doc yet? Yeah, it was part of my underrated on Monday. Yeah. Thanks for paying attention. Do I pay attention to you at all? No, or no you, you don't care at all. I really don't. Fantastic, right? Uh, Stevie Wonder sings Superstition on Sesame Street. She bangs by William <laughs> Uh, a lot of other good ones. Hey, somebody agree with you? Beatles way overrated. Should I bring that up to Major? I think he might uh, hang up on us. I, you, you know I'm right. He's a Zeppelin guy. Who cares, right? Yeah, they're overrated, by the way. You're with me on that one, I think, aren't you? Zeppelin? Yeah, they, well, they're the band that stole 90% of their catalog, right? Blois points out red wine is in your drink. Yeah, man, oh, man. What am I going with, Aragon? Red wine... Pizza or hot chocolate? I mean, water is too safe. Come on. No, mix it up. You're on a deserted island. Have a little fun. I think I got to go red wine. I think Blois is right. If I'm on the island, I got to I gotta convince myself that uh, I'm going to survive this somehow. So a little vino is the way to go. Major Garrett, how damning was yesterday's report for the President of the United States? Let's discuss in moments on CCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You can have one fruit uh, and only one fruit for the next month. Which fruit are you selecting, Major Garrett? Blackberry. Blackberry? Who hurts you? Blackberry? Are you kidding me? Dave, is any? I mean, is, is this the real or is this AI, Major Garrett? I, this goes back to his electronics. He loves his Blackberry. That's it. <laughs> Dave Harrigan detects the pattern. <laughs> Blackberry. Oof, jeez. Dave, what you, I'm, I'm a, I'll go next. Banana. I mean, the banana is just. Oh, God. So, so, so but, but, but we've had this discussion before. I have a diet that tends toward keto. And yep. many fruits are too sweet 
have too much natural sugar to be keto compliant. So I was not a big BlackBerry fan, but I have become one through my so you're forced to have toward other words. keto diet. Yes, yes. I mean, in other words, when he's held hostage, he thinks the hostages are good. Okay, so Dave, so he's limited now. All the good fruits are out, so then he's Mr. Blackberry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what do you got here again? They're very, very limited on keto. It's basically yeah. blueberries and blackberries. Yeah, what the heck with yeah. keto. Give me some dynamite watermelon. Yeah, watermelon's so good. You're exactly yeah. right. All right, good. let's jump okay. in. Yes. Let's jump in. When yes. we're chatting the Friday after Election Day in November, yeah. are we going to look back and remember February 8th, the Robert Herr report on Joe Biden and say this was a tipping point in the 2024 presidential election? There's a 50-50 chance we will. The one thing I, the only reason I say 50-50 is because we live in such a time of deeply entrenched partisan identification that even things that we feel in the moment are so jarring aren't. Because things reset themselves so quickly because of intense partisan identification. The Her report was itself unsettling. I've talked to Democrats who were at the House Democratic retreat where the president was when the news broke, and that sort of destabilized the room. People were reading it like, oh, God, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just indict him and not say all these terrible things about him? Let him fight it in court, whatever. And then the president decides to join the fight with White House remarks, rapidly thrown on the schedule, pell-mell, let's get out there and push back. Because he's angry. That's why they put it out. He's angry and unhappily for the president. He says something that is true, that on a policy basis is meaningful, His conversations with the Egyptian leader, al-Sisi, have been super valuable in forcing the Israelis to do more than they wanted to do in terms of moving aid into Gaza. None of that is false. All of it is true. But he called Egypt Mexico. Yeah. Okay? Egypt's not Mexico. No, not close. Meaningful things that he has done as president that are relevant True and relevant. Lost. Lost in his inability to articulate correctly what he had been doing and why. As he was saying, my memory's fine. And if you're writing it up in a writer's room, even that strains credulity. And that's where we are. And I've talked to plenty of Democrats today who are members of Congress who are in the general conversation at elite levels of the Democratic Party, and they have never been more unsettled about this question and the president's ability to push through it than they have ever been before. We're we're still early into the primary, but we're late in the sense of 
I got to put together my group. I got to get on the ballot. I have yeah, and to forget it. That's no, that's out. That's out. That's out. Yeah. So there that's only all one, there, out. There is only one more option. Yep. There is only one more option. The president steps aside and throws open the convention. That's it. Okay. So let let's talk about that. Another story today. I think it's the New York Times about how protective Jill Biden is of her husband. You know, I I don't fault any wife or husband and their love and their genuine affection and feeling like uh, he or she is getting picked on too much. So I guess I don't see a scenario where Jill Biden would step in. We know even as close as he once was with Barack Obama, that there's still some level of, I don't know if it's anger, but it's frustration that Barack Obama told him in 16, no, Joe, it's not your turn. It's Hillary's turn. You know, the, the famous moment when mm. Barry Goldwater stepped up and told Richard Nixon in 74, Mr. President, you've lost the room. What is the scenario, Major, where enough people would get to the president who he loves and he trusts and they would say, you've led this amazing life. You, you led, in, in their belief, this, this vital comeback from a dark period in time. It is time for you to enjoy the rest of your life because you cannot. This is just their view. I know others disagree. Uh, You cannot allow Donald Trump to return to the presidency because in talking to you and talking to others and reading well-informed, you know, uh, sources, I don't see that scenario. I don't either. And look, it's more complicated than that. It's not just Biden stepping down. Okay, it's what do you do? And is it by default, Kamala? Well, certainly the vice president would say, yes, it's by default me. I'm the party leader now. But there are plenty of ambitious Democrats who would say, no, you're not. And then you would have a very difficult, high visibility, short term conversation about the party of diversity, explaining to America that in a moment of crisis, the first woman and African-American to be vice president is not the default successor. Yeah. Have fun she with that. She isn't good enough. Some would, some Have would fun be with saying that. that. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Enjoy that. Run that around the track three or four times. See how that feels. It's complicated at lots of different levels. And there, there are mechanistic ways in which it's difficult. All I can tell you, Chad, is, and look, as I said it, when you asked me the question, I put it at no more than 50-50 because these things can fire up into the sky and then recede almost as fast as they fire up in the sky. Things don't last on our political horizon the way they used to. They just don't. Mm-hmm. So a week from now, there could be something completely different. A yep. week from now, the Supreme Court could say, we're denying cert on absolute immunity Former President Trump, you're going to court, and you're going to go to court sooner than you want to, on a case you're probably going to lose. And a week from now, we could be thinking, oh, my God, what about Trump? And he's going to go to court, and he could lose that case, and he could be convicted by July. You know, I mean, that's where we're living. Week to week, there are these things that feel cataclysmic. And, yeah, I'm a little amplified because – I'm dealing with that on a weekly basis, and it's harder than it sounds. 
Let's do this. Let's pause. We'll make it a short break. Come back with Major, and we'll start with this one. For the, the, the Biden supporters who feel like this is a Trump-appointed judge and it's mm-hmm. partisan hackery, I, I mm-hmm. want to get to that part of the conversation. In sure. moments, we're right back with Major here on CCO. Right back to our conversation with Major Garrett. I, uh, I, I heard this from callers and texts. Uh, emails, Twitter exchanges. It's a Trump judge. Mm-hmm. He's a hack. He's mm-hmm. out to get Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Number one, every judge or or prosecutor or lawyer mm-hmm. who is appointed by a Republican or Democrat, uh, let's give some some credit. Okay, let's allow them and acknowledge that some of them are outstanding at what they do. Mm-hmm. And they're interpreting the law not through a partisan lens. Are there some right. that we can follow a pattern? Sure. But the default just wears me out, Major. And my comeback yeah. to the, well, this is an agenda-driven, we also have eyes and ears. And we know a president, and you know this way better than me, Joe Biden, once he arrived in the Senate in the 70s, he was on every Sunday show forever you name it he would appear and now sadly because of his age and some sort of cognitive diminishing is undefeated they hide the president it's it's not just memory it's the presentation you talked about so if you honestly are saying well this report portrays a very different president than the one i see i just I think you're sticking your head in the sand. Right. So there are two issues here. Did Robert Hur, in writing this report, venture into areas outside of a special prosecutor's purview? Yes. Yep. Making general observations with a pseudo-medical veneer to them is outside of his bailiwick. That's not what he's supposed to do. Yep. He's supposed to explain the investigation and its ultimate decision. Now, the one thing that Robert Hur says in the report, and we should take on board, is, well, in part of my way of explaining to the public, which has a more than mild interest in whether or not I'm going to charge the president of the United States with a felony – And I explained that one of the reasons I'm not going to charge said president is because of the way he would present to a jury. That's, it seems to me, at least within the boundaries. Because he's saying one of the reasons I'm not is because the memory lapses I encountered may well also be encountered by a jury and they may have a difficult time drawing a conclusion sufficient to convict on willful intent. That's what he said. Okay. So that is something I think you can say he could reasonably discuss in the contours of the report and not be labeled a hack. Do I think he laid it on a bit thick? Most definitely. Well, can I jump in on that? Because the part where he's laying it on as thick as possible is one thing. 
suggesting that Joe Biden doesn't remember when his son Bo died. Yeah. Was yeah. Was that too far? It felt like it to me because you can make other observations about the interview without doing that. Without because we don't know what he means by that. Because I don't believe that the president doesn't remember when his son died. There may have been I don't a part of the nope. a part of the conversation in which it was unclear or the president didn't understand. That's a kind of declaration that I personally don't believe is possible. I don't believe any father or any mother doesn't remember nope. when one of their children died. I just don't believe it. Not a chance. I just don't. So that was laying it on far thicker than was necessary, or to use a lawyer word, probative in discussing how he would present to a jury. So that kind of thing, I thought, rang the bell louder than necessary. And you could reasonably say, well, what was the motive for doing it? Why were you laying it on so thick? Why were you ringing that bell so loud? Well, then you get into politics, which is something prosecutors should never be in the arena of in the first place. And if you're going to go and put things like this in your report, you're going to have to defend yourself on that basis because it looks and reads to some very much as political. The one thing that the White House has to be careful about, though, is everyone has to understand how was that interview transcribed? Is it recorded? Does the White House have a recording? Does the special prosecutor have mm-hmm. a recording? And Correct. if you're going to contest this, be careful how aggressively you contest it. Because there's a transcript or a recording somewhere. And therein lies the absolute truth. You can have your ideal Super Bowl viewing. I want you mm. to paint the picture for me. Are you with a lot of people? Are you just with you and your bride? What yeah, food? Are you consuming commercials? I'm just with my wife. So it's yeah, that's just it. the two yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm outside. I'm looking in the window, and I'm not allowed in the house. Um, <laughs> are you Are you locked in in the game itself? You're casual. What What do you want to nibble on? Uh, what's going on? So we already have our plans. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, my wife makes the most incredible ribs in an oven that you will ever eat in your entire life. And she also that's makes that's a great spicy home home style coleslaw. And that's mm. really all we need. That's all we need. That's all I need. Ribs and a spicy coleslaw and my uh, sparkling water. I'm good to go. And some awful blackberries. <laughs> so I'm not forgetting that part. I mean, we're not letting that slide. Okay, well, that's that. That is noted in the record. Okay, that will be stipulated since we're talking the yes. law. All right, my yes, friend. Yes. Have a, a fabulous weekend. We'll talk next week. One, one more thing. One more thing. Happy yep. New Year. Oh, get out of here. Hang up on him right now. Hang up on him. That's it. We're done with him. Speaking of the game, Matthew Collar on the Super Bowl when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 